Good morning. It's Saturday. I'm in the office. You know what that means. The Saturday Morning Hustle Podcast. Today, we're talking about the idea of give more than you take, give more than you expect, to ask how you can help first to provide value without expectation, and then the rewards will come back to you. It's a general idea. It's an attitude, but in practicality, it works. I'm going to give you some examples of how this has come up in my business conversations just over the last two weeks. So appreciate you guys tuning in to the Starting One Hustle podcast once again, as usual, uh, each and every week here, trying to motivate you, trying to inspire you, trying to get you up and running while your competition's still sleeping. If you're in the office today or you're listening to this podcast, you're ahead of everyone else, that's for sure. So uh, several times in the last couple of weeks, conversations with people about how to improve their business or places where businesses are failing, obviously come down to the idea of the expectations, the need for people to give to them before they would give back to them. And that is backwards or opposite of how a business or a career path should be organized. If you have the attitude and the thought process of being helpful, of giving first, of being a provider, of being a resource and a collaborator. If you have that attitude, if you ask how you can help first before you ask how it helps you, how it benefits you, or how you get paid, although getting paid for your skill sets are essential, we'll get to that later in the conversation. But having the attitude of starting with how can I help? How can I add value? What can I bring to the conversation? How can I fill a void? What can I do that is beneficial, that is good for everyone? And then through that process, as that process is happening, how do I, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, or as an employee in a, on a career path, how do I benefit either directly, I get paid, I get a bonus, I make the sale, etc., or indirectly, People have a good attitude about me. They have a positive impression of me, uh, positive impression of my business. They might come back to me in the future in a paying scenario, and if this is a non-paying scenario, et cetera. So again, let's go back to the top. Let's go back to the idea of the attitude of give more than you take, give without expectation, and playing the long game of allowing these good, the goodwill and the good things that you do, the good deed you do, the openness, the attitude, the willingness to work with other people, the impression of other people of you being a good partner, a good collaborator first, will eventually pay off. And really, to illustrate that point the best, I will give you the exact opposite. No one appreciates going somewhere whether it's going to a store, going into a business exchange, and being felt like the other party only wants your money. And they have no care if what they're selling you, product or service-wise, is good for you, the right thing for you, or even care if you come back a second time. We've all been in that spot before, right? Typically, it's a retail, fast food scenario, something like that. But sometimes it is full-service B2B, etc., where... You go in with an expectation as the consumer, as the buyer, as the person making the purchase, as the purchase spending your money, person spending your money, and you're hoping for a level of service, definitely hoping for value, and hoping for an equitable transaction. And the person across from you just doesn't give you that. They simply 
want your money. This is the the joke, the old joke about used car salesmen. And I make a lot of used car salesman jokes on this podcast and my business podcast, definitely on the business podcast for sure. Uh, the old stereotype of what's it going to take to get you into this car today? Because they're just trying to close the sale. They're just trying to hit their numbers. They don't really care if that's the right car for you. They don't care if it fits your budget. They don't care if it's going to be a long-term value for you. They don't care if it breaks down in 10 minutes. They got to get their sale so they can hit their numbers so that they can get their bonus, their paycheck, make their boss happy, whatever it is. As the consumer, as the person on the other end of the transaction, you do not feel well about that. Even if you don't realize it at the time, but eventually you have what's called buyer's remorse. Typically, it's because the salesperson or the transaction was sort of forced upon you, not explained correctly, or the motivation behind the person selling you, whatever it is, product or service, was not in the right place, thus creating buyer's remorse because they didn't take the time to find what really was going to benefit you and bring value to you in the long run. So as a consumer, you don't like that. No one does. That's why we have a term like buyer's remorse, and this is why we have stereotypes like the old used car salesman. No one appreciates that. No one likes to be sold anything, even when they need to buy it. They don't like to be sold, as in it's shoved upon them and not their, their considerations not taking, taken into, into mind. So when you're doing the selling, if you're creating the transactions, if you're creating a business relationship, if you're just being a great employee for your boss, why would you be that hard sell person? Why would you be the used car salesman in this situation if you don't appreciate it when people do it to you? Think about that. Put yourself in their place. Walk a, a mile in their shoes, if you will. It goes back to the golden rule. Treat other people how you hope to be treated. So if you don't appreciate it, other people don't appreciate it, why would you do it as a business person, as a salesperson, a person in the transactional process? Well, typically people forget. People get too swamped by everything else that comes with running a business or managing a job and trying to build relationships, trying to do things in the right way, trying to do with the way things that they've been taught and best practices and sort of the how we've always done it, but it's traditionally worked. And tr even in the process of doing things how they would like to be sold to, how they would like to be interacted with as a consumer. But along the way, they also get behind on their payroll, behind on their ba their budget, behind on their timetable. Things aren't working as expected because that happens to everyone in business. It just happens. Things will work out unexpectedly, not the way you expected them to. And so they forget the process. They forget to be empathetic. They forget to put themselves in the other person's shoes because they get focused on the tiny, minute little problems that are right in front of them. They forget about the big picture. It's easy to do. We've all done it. But you have to be disciplined in not doing that. And in fact, going the opposite, going above and beyond in saying, yes, how can I help first? Have an open attitude and then figuring out from there what the benefits might be for you in the future or in the big picture. And if it doesn't work out, and this is the key here, this is where the difference between uh, the amateurs and the professionals. Sometimes you put yourself out there. Sometimes you do things for other people without expectation. You do things in a big picture way. You try to figure out the value later. Sometimes it doesn't come back to you. Sometimes they don't spend money with you. Sometimes they don't hire you. Sometimes the boss will pass you over for promotion. There's all kinds of other factors that go into this. It's okay. You can't let that kill your attitude of giving 
and being forthright in your openness and willingness to provide value. If it happens once or twice and it kills that, you'll never be able to harness it in the right way. In a long run, in a career path, in the big picture of how is this going to reflect me over the next 10, 20, 30 years? How will people think of me? How will I be remembered if I move on to a different job, to a different role, do something different, different career path, or something even worse? How will you be remembered is more important. And how will this repay and reflect back on me in the big picture will never work if you get caught up in the minutia of the day-to-day and trying to make that quick buck. Quick money is dumb money. Fast money is dumb money. Making a dime instead of a today instead of a dollar tomorrow is a poor return on your effort and your relationships. But giving, being open, collaborative, and understanding that occasionally, not often, but occasionally, it won't come back to you. And that's okay. That's a loss you can take. You write it off, just like all kinds of other things in your business that you write off as you tried it, you experimented with it, it didn't work. Remember the 80-20 rule, 80% of the time what works, 20% you need to experiment. Well, 20% of experimentation is a great place to say yes to things that you don't know why you would say yes to them or you don't see the immediate value and repayment of because ultimately it can pay off. And typically, as I explained this to in a conversation I had this week, it's typically not directly the person who asked you for a favor, that asked you for advice, that asked you to do something that did, didn't exactly fit what you were already doing, or you didn't already have a business relationship with them and you hoped it would work out. If it doesn't work out with them, they still probably are telling other people the thing that you did, the value that you provided, that you were open and that you were easy to work with and that you're willing and that you were doing things in the right way for all the right reasons. And even if they don't have a need or a way to do business with you, they may know someone that does. And that's why just because it doesn't directly work out doesn't mean it won't eventually work out. Think of the big picture. Think of the long play. So if you put yourself in a scenario like that, you have that right attitude, you remind yourself that things usually work out, but they don't always. And even when they do, sometimes they're indirect and create an overall impression of you as a good business partner, someone you want to be in a business relationship, someone that can be valued, someone that can be trusted because you're not going for that quick, easy dollar. You're not going to cut someone else's throat to make a buck. You're not going to sell your mother-in-law down the river for a dime. These are these, these old expressions. You've heard these expressions before because people do have done them and do them on a, on a regular. How you set yourself apart from the competition, how you create real success, and how you feel really good and solid about your success, about talking about what you do, about essentially selling your products or services to friends, to other people, to other business people, to put yourself up for that promotion at work, to all these things. You earn those things. You earn those conversations. You earn those opportunities by doing things without expectation in your normal process. Eventually, at some point, you can look at someone and say, I think it's time we do business together because you've been giving value to them. You look at your boss and say, I think it's time for that promotion. I think I'm the person who needs that job that's open in the business, in the company because you've been giving, you've been a team player, you've established yourself. The ask becomes very, very, very easy when you've been giving, you've been open and you've been collaborative and you've proven yourself as a good partner who is trustworthy, not trying to look for the simplest way of doing things. So it's a big picture approach. But it's still, at the end of the day, is being open to the process. 
having your mind right that you want to do this, that you're willing to do this, that you can do this, and that you will, and it might work out, and it might not, and that's fine too, because at the end of the day, you'll feel right about yourself, you'll feel solid about saying yes and providing that service, your karma will be good, if you will, and then when you are ready for the ask, when you're ready to close, when you're ready to create that business transaction, when you're ready to charge the full value that you deserve because you earn it, because you work at that level, because you bring value at that level, you do not have to ever feel bad about that ask if you have been giving previously without expectation. You didn't give so that you can make that ask. You gave so that you could establish yourself, you could create the relationship so that you could prove yourself worthy when it came time to ask for that worth. It's that simple. I hope that works out for you guys. If you want more depth, if you want more details, if you want specifics, if you want to know how you can apply this to your approach, to your business, to your career, etc., hit me up. Hit me up on social media. Ask questions. Leave a comment below. However you're listening to this podcast or watching this video, let me know what you think. Let me know how this can help you. Let me know how, how it has helped you. And if you have a success story we could share on another uh, episode of the podcast, let me know. We'll definitely do that too. So I appreciate you guys tuning in each and every week here on the Saturday Morning Hustle. Definitely appreciate you guys this week. I hope that message resonated with you. I'll see you again next week. Until then, good luck. Saturday Morning Hustle. Saturday Morning Hustle. Saturday Morning Hustle. Wake up and keep taking.